Paranormal XL podcast solo episode with Gigi and my dog Daisy. She doesn't say much, so we don't have to worry a whole lot about her interrupting. So this week is isn't really paranormal-ish, but random myths. Fun, right? I thought so. I think learning random things or something that you thought was correct isn't. <laughs> and to find that out, it's like, what? And you'll have some really awesome conversation starters, so that's great. So let's just jump in and make this a little short, fun mini episode. I don't know why I always insist on talking like a cheesy game show host when I'm recording, but I do. So, okay, (laughs) now I have two. I'm not sure what I want to go with first. Let's start with diamonds are not rare. What? The truth is that diamonds are actually one of the most commonly found gems on Earth. Their rarity was originally known as by diamond mining and retail group De Beers which held back large supplies of diamonds to create a demand, thus to inflate their value. What? Okay, so get this, my peeps. Somebody's holding back diamonds, so we think they're rare. What? Somebody not telling the truth? That is insanity. It makes sense now that I say that out loud, that that would happen. That probably happens a lot more than what we think it does. Anyway, that could go into a rabbit hole that I do not want to get into right now. Another one, there is not a dark side of the moon. Although it is referred to, the moon does not have a permanently dark side. It rotates on its own axis, meaning half the time the far side is in darkness, while for the other half it's in daylight, just like Earth. So what that is saying is there is a dark side. So what we, what? Let's quote a different one. (laughs) As much as I love the moon. Oh, oh, this one falls kind of in the paranormally because we have discussed this as far as bigfoot and the yeti goes the yeti never existed how dare they crush my all my dreams that i ever had the existence of the yeti or the abominable snowman is a popular tale in the himalayan folklore i think it's a popular tale in everybody's folklore sightings of the yeti or their footprints have been reported for centuries and some people have even claimed relics relating to the exclusive creature but the myth was finally smashed in november 2017 when the british royal society announced that the dna test on the relics had revealed them to belong to bears that roam the himalayas okay i'm gonna stop this right here because of the fact of we just don't know it's it's one of those things that i'm a huge bigfoot fan so Bigfoot, Yeti, all that fun stuff that's, you know, they're supposed to live in the wild. They don't want to be found. I wouldn't either looking at all of us. <laughs> I mean that in a loving way. However, I don't know. I think that's more opinion-based, not factual-based. Hence paranormal anything <laughs> and podcast. Oh, this one got me. The earth is not round. <laughs> it is flat. Just kidding. I am not a flat earther. From space, from space, the earth appears to be round. But in fact, because it rotates, it's more of like an egg-shaped, uh, which is kind of cool. It's The actual term is oblate spheroid. Um, so yeah, that's something when you know people come over for a dinner party, you can be like, hey, did you guys know that the earth isn't round? And they'll be like, oh my god, you're a flat earther. And you'd be like, no, I'm not, but it's this. Like, that's pretty great and entertaining. How about Mars is not red? Mars is often described as the red planet, but it is not red. 
Weird. The apparent color is caused by the high levels of iron, which I do believe most of us should know, um, found by the dust that covers the planet. So, like, you know, when we go up, it's not going to be red. It's going to be, like, a tannish, butterscotchy pudding color. <laughs> I love butterscotch pudding. These are fun. I hate earwigs. Absolutely despise earwigs. But earwigs will not crawl into your ears. Children are commonly told by cruel adults that earwigs will crawl into their ears while they sleep and lay eggs inside their brain. I'm not sure I've ever had an adult tell me that. Uh, yuck. I always kind of wondered where they got their names, but I never was told or even thought of them climbing into my head. Um, that's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, yuck. Yuck. No, uh, thank you. How about this is a fun one, guys. Um, the myth is a cow started the Great Chicago Fire in 1871. But the truth is, um, a cow owned by Gate O'Leary accidentally kicked over a lantern while being milked in the barn, which then went up in flames. The fire spread quickly over three square miles of the city of Chicago with hundreds of people killed and some 17,000 buildings destroyed. It made a good story for O'Leary, a poor Irish Catholic immigrant made the perfect scapegoat. The story prevailed even more after the journalist who started the rumor admitted he had fabricated it. The old news old newspaper um, said that you should never let the truth spoil a good story was never truer. That's interesting. What? Oh, you guys are never going to believe this. Fortune cookies did not originate in China. They often... <laughs> That's crazy. They are often served at the end of a meal in a Chinese restaurant, but they most likely originated in Japan. Okay, that information. You just can't say a Japanese fortune cookie. That's not the same. I wasn't brought up like that. <laughs> this one's funny. Eating bread crust does not make your hair curl. I didn't even know that was a thing. This is great. Because curly hair was once taken to be a sign of good health, many children have been told over the years that eating crust will make their hair curl, whether they wanted it that way or not. Um, clearly, there's nothing scientific that's going to support that, so that's just something fun to tell your kids. <laughs> um, not all dogs bark. Barking is traditionally the answer to the question, what noise does a dog make? But the answer, not it's not totally accurate for there are many breeds that do not bark one of those is the basinji a hunting dog that originated in uh, central africa it, it it's a yodeler dog they yodel that's fun <laughs> uh this one i didn't know either until the other night when i was doing all this stuff uh, peanuts are not nuts also known as a ground nut or a goober the peanut is actually a legume an edible seed in a pod like beans and peas nuts grow on trees but peanuts grow underground how weird. That makes you kind of wonder, like, where some things got their names. Because they're not, like, like that. Strange. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I really like that one. Um, The myth. Walking, bleh, waking a sleepwalker is dangerous. The truth, people are often advised that waking a sleepwalker is dangerous. But there is no proof that doing so gives the sleepwalker a shock or even, as some believe, a heart attack. It is still best not to wake them suddenly just in case they hurt themselves by coming out of their very deep sleep. Um, which, you know, is kind of like a dumb moment. You know, you don't just abruptly wake up somebody while they're sleeping not even sleepwalking i know if somebody wakes me up i'm i'm very very angry and i don't suggest doing that ever as i'm sure that goes for many of us um 
Oh, here's one our mothers told us. You need to wait 30 minutes before you go swimming after you eat. In spite of being told that swimming right after eating is perfectly safe. Provided you don't overdo it, but anytime you get super full, you don't feel like doing anything, and you probably shouldn't swim, you probably shouldn't run, probably make you sick. That way, like, you know, but that's just kind of common sense. It isn't just, just eating. What? Toads will not give you warts. Toads have a bumpy skin, which in some species secretes a poisonous residue. This can cause some irritation to the human skin, but certainly not warts. Ugh. Huh. That's weird. I did not know that. Hmm. <laughs> what? This is a fun one, guys. Duck quacks don't echo. If you go, <laughs> the truth is, if you go up a mountain or stand in a tunnel and shout, you'll hear an echo. Of course, we've all done this, like in an empty room, whatever. Duck quacks, according to accepted wisdom, scientists, however, have more recently proven in echo chambers that there is, in fact, an echo from a duck quack. The myth arose from the fact that the echo of a duck quack is simply too weak for us to hear it. Huh. That's weird. I think that's weird. Oh, this is one as somebody that loves to grill, like in summer or winter or wherever I am, as long as I got a grill, because I like to marinate things. Apparently, marinating is is unnecessary, right? Isn't that weird? Um, this is what it says. Marinating meat for a long period of time is unnecessary. Cooks often advocate marinating meat for hours on end, but marinate only penetrates meat to the depth of a few millimeters, a process which takes an hour or so. Marinating for longer than an hour is generally unnecessary if you leave it if you leave it for more than 4 hours it can start to spoil the food. That's interesting. Probably a safety thing, I'm sure. I think I knew this one about storing your eggs in the in the refrigerator door. However, some eggs you can keep at room... T I mean, I don't, but I've known of people that do keep them at room temperature. But refrigerators often have a holder in the door for eggs, which we know. Uh, because the temperatures change every time the door is open, they'll go bad faster. Which I guess, you know, makes sense. Ooh, here's a fun one, too. Cut an earthworm in half and it will become two. I've heard of this. or I want to say I've done this as a kid, but it's been a while. The truth is, the story goes that if you cut a worm in two, both parts will regenerate and create two whole new worms. Unfortunately, this is not the case, although the head may be part may survive and generate a new tail if the cut did not affect its polydrum. The original tail cannot generate a new head and must therefore die. The myth perhaps arose from the ability of the planetarium flatworm to regenerate it into whole forms from even tiny segments, but these are not your ordinary garden worms. Interesting. So only one half can do it. Uh, oh my goodness. Let's see some other fun ones that I have here in front of me. <laughs> what? So we all know about SOS and we're like dit dot dash and all that fun jazz. So SOS does not stand for save our souls or save our ship. In fact, Morse code distress signal ooh, dot 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 dash 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 dot 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 does not mean anything at all. It was originally introduced as a generic distress signal in Germany simply because it is easy to transmit sequence. The letters SOS happen to use the same symbols in Morse code. Sorry to dash your hopes. What? See, to me, okay, but it's still used as a generic distress call all over the world because people that do know Morse code will use that because they don't know how else, let's say you got trapped somewhere, but there was something you could hit and you could do the dit dot dash thing or you just had a light. That's, I don't know. 
Very interesting. What? Wait, do you guys hear this one? I need to take a little a little break here for a second. We will be right back. Oh my gosh, you guys, did you know that Sherlock Holmes never said elementary, my dear Watson? Closest thing that was ever said in the three different stories was, and I quote, exactly, my dear Watson. Not elementary, my dear Watson. It was exactly, my dear Watson. That's, I feel as if I should flip a table right now. My whole life feels turned upside down. I've been living a lie this whole time. So crazy. So crazy. Um, oh, this is something that we tell our teenagers, and I was told as a teenager as well. Eating chocolate does not cause acne. <laughs> Parents will often tell their children this because they don't want them to eat so much chocolate and get a bellyache. Seems smart enough, but that's there's no evidence to go back to that apparently. So that's interesting. I've I've been told that. This is another one and I'm I don't know. <laughs> you do not use only 10% of your brain. Well, they clearly have not met most of us. I'm just kidding. Kidding, kidding. Um see <laughs> it's a it's a fact that you never use more than 10% of your brain, but actually most of your brain is active all the time and all areas of your brain are required to perform important functions. There are various possible origins of this myth, but they all derive from misunderstandings about the incredibility, complex nature of the human brain. See, I was just going to say that the human brain is a magnificent tool, a thing, and any way you want to talk about it, it's a magnificent thing and we won't know, at least in our lifetimes, what it is fully, fully capable of. I clearly don't know how much of it we actually use. However, I do believe that we use more than 10%. Um, just because I, I don't know, there's a lot of things that could go with that. That's interesting. We all love to learn about ourselves. So that's fun. Did you know that sharks sharks get cancer? The idea that sharks are somehow immune from cancer is just propaganda spread by those who sell shark cartilage as a miracle cure for the disease. Scientists have been aware of cancerous cells and tumors in a variety of shark species for hundreds of years. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Hmm. And then people tried to sell money. Now, well, that, that part's not very crazy. The frozen fruit and vegetables are better for you than fresh ones. Fresh fruit and veggies are normally considered the best way to get your five a day. Fresh fruit and veggies are normally considered the best way to get your five a day. But the truth is, those products have probably been in transit and on display for weeks, rotting and losing nutrients the whole time. Freezing, on the other hand, captures the produce in its prime and retains more vitamins and minerals. There you have it, folks. Buy frozen. I mean, I buy both. It depends on how how soon I'm going to use it. But 
there are sometimes like I don't know, you buy some vegetables or fruit. Fruits go super fast, bad, and that makes me super sex. I love fresh fruit. Here's an interesting one: lemmings commit suicide by jumping off cliffs. That's the myth. The truth is, the claim that lemmings are suicidal and dive off cliff edges um, has been around since at least the 19th century, but was never based on fact. The idea was perpetrated in the 20th century by the Disney film White Wilderness, which I've never seen. They staged the migration scenes using multiple shots of relatively small groups of lemmings dropping off cliffs into the water below in order to swim to the other side of the body of water in question. Uh, the filmmakers even pushed some lemmings off the cliff to get certain bits of footage. That is horrible. Absolutely horrible. Oh my goodness. I just like saying lemmings, really. <laughs> Frankenstein isn't the name of Mary Shelley's monster. The Shelley's novel Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus, Victor Frankenstein is the name of the creature's creator. The monster itself is not named. Ooh, mind blown, right? I know I am. Wow. Oh, well, you know what? This one we have to read because clearly, if you guys know me at all, I've had some drinks, but that's okay. It's later at night. I did my job. My stuff is done. I'm relaxing and recording and having a good time recording. So we're going to end this episode, th this random episode with this myth and misconception. So we will hold on just a second. Da, da, da. Alcohol does not warm you. It is generally believed that drinking alcohol warms the body. In fact, it simply causes warm blood to move closer to the skin, making it feel warmer while the rest of the body cools down. But don't tell anyone else the truth about this. It gives you good excuse whenever you fancy a, a snifter. Okay, I don't even know what that is. I have no idea. How fun. That actually came from a new book that I got, clearly. Because I just don't know that random stuff. Myths and Misconceptions by Richard Benson. It's a fun book. Some of it, I don't know. It seems more... Um, how opinionated on some of it when you're going through it there's a lot more in this book but it's it's fun it's uncovering the truths about napoleon's height lemmings the space pen the salem witch trials and other things you thought you knew okay well before i go the salem witch trials let's find that one guys but this is fun and i just got a whole bunch of new books because i think i have all this time to read books and learn a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm going to, I think, just because it is so much fun to do this with you. I'm trying to find the Salem one because we all know. Well, if you listen to the Salem episodes, there's a lot of them. I may have to save it for next time. Oh, man. Ah, oh, ducks don't quack. Eh, oh, my goodness. You guys, you guys have to get this book. I may order some more of this book maybe we'll do a giveaway so if you are still listening to this <laughs> which i hope you are email us and let us know you know what we'll make this a game so you email me and tell me one of the weird things that you learned from this episode and we will put you in a drawing if there's more than one yeah and uh we you will win a book Th this book not just a random book but this book myths and misconceptions by richard benson it's a fun random book like i said it's great conversation starter like if you have like friends over but sometimes you get like that awkward silence or something you could be like hey did you know and then come up with like centipedes do not have a hundred legs i i just seen that we'll we'll say that one for another time but okay we will end this one on the salem witches were burned at the stake that's the myth 
Sorry, I'm reading ahead because I actually know what the truth is. The myth is the Salem witches were burned at the stake. The truth is those found guilty at the Salem witch trials in Massachusetts in the 17th century were not burned at the stake. Five died in prison, including two infant children. Nineteen were hanged, and one, an old man, was pressed to death under heavy stones, which we all know as Giles Gorey. The common misconception that witches were always burned at the stake probably comes from the Europe's side of it for their death by fire at the time and for incarcerating them incinerating the bodies of those accused of witches to prevent them from performing their black magic and beyond the grave within 10 years of executions it was ruled that the trials had been a mistake within 20 years the families those of those convicted had received compensation that's for a whole nother time i'm <laughs> we may jump back into that actually i know we will because i have a trip coming up and i plan on taking you all with me not physically but through the podcast and videos and such so that will be a good time so i do hope you enjoyed this random episode i know a little bit off but sometimes we're that way if you have any truths or myths that that you think that you heard or want in on this way in weigh in on any of this email us at paranormalxlpodcast at writeme.com remember stay kind stay humble and don't yuck someone else's yum Thank <laughs> you.